Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. I am Sean Hood. That is Dave Taylor. How's it going, everybody? How you doing and tonight? We are the hosts of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat for since what 2017, the first and only yeah. wrestling podcast on <laughs> FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. Uh, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's going to be, um, well, it's going to be a, a mixed bag, a little sad, and, and uh, we're going to be taking a look at, at Clash of Champions. Uh, we're going to also look, take a, a quick look at uh, the career of Road Warrior Animal and kind of talk about that a little bit, who passed away. Um, but before we do all of that, we have to get out of our, get our business out of the way, as we always do. Uh, we are Eat Sleep Podcast. We a deep dive into all things wrestling. And if you happen to be a fan or know anybody who is, well, I'm hoping so. Otherwise, why are you here? But in any event, <laughs> they like us, Sean. They like us. I guess us. that's possible. <laughs> Maybe. Possible. Yeah. Uh, but make sure you tell your friends about us. And the easiest way to find us all the time is fm99.com and 1069thefox.com. Right under the media tab, it says ESPR. You click it right there. It takes you to our main feed. But you can also find us on all your major podcasting apps. Just search for ESPR Wrestling. You can find us on everything SoundCloud, uh, TuneIn, iTunes. Google podcasting, the iTunes podcast, the whole place are uh, all over the place. So just go ahead and click, go ahead and click subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it. And in addition to that, we want you guys to interact with us. We want you to be around when we go live, just like we are right now, if you happen to be listening to this on delay. So make sure you go ahead and go find us on facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99. And you can email us ESPR at FM99.com. And make sure if you follow us on the social media, you turn on your notifications because that lets you know when we go live moments like this so that way you can be a part of the show and yeah, you can and talk with us about things like road warrior animal or clash of champions yeah uh, by the way if uh, if you're new to the show uh check out some classic episodes we, we've done some interviews uh of a whole host of uh of, of wrestlers uh, drew mcintyre has been on the show uh, we've yep. had seth rollins on the show uh natalia has been on the show the miz has been on the show a couple mm-hmm. times chris jericho uh sergeant slaughter has been on the show uh just just to name a few and we've had some classic ones before we did the podcast of interviews uh i know you've interviewed uh, uh king corbin for you yes king. oh uh, man back before he was king yes <laughs> uh roman reigns uh, as well right when he came back from the appendix injury uh mm-hmm. and right before he won the uh, royal rumble so that was an interesting time of what was going on in his career so so much stuff we have in the vault and um you know so appreciate you watching or listening uh, whatever you got going on absolutely so without further ado, I think we go ahead and jump right on into it. We go ahead and ta- tackle the first topic we have tonight, which is remembering Road Warrior Animal, who passed away the other day at the age of 60. Uh, they say from natural causes, um, he was one half of the legendary Road Warrior tag team with uh, his partner, Road Warrior Hawk, who passed away at, uh, I think, 46, 43. Yeah. Yeah, he passed away about like yeah, 15, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, and he passed away of uh, a heart attack, um, far too young, and so was Animal. To be perfectly, con- to be perfectly honest with you, sixty years old is not old these days. No, it's not. It's 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 not an age you expect anybody, particularly somebody who's in good shape, to 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 go. Um, but unfortunately, he passed. Our thoughts go out to his family and his loved ones, and. His friends and, of course, everybody and all of his fans around the world because, Lord knows, the Road Warriors had their fair share of fans. Yeah, they, they, that was, you know, when I was, I got into wrestling in the 80s, but I was like, I was like a WWE kid, if you will. Uh, but I yeah. had a cousin who was a few years older than me, 
So he would like, you know, it's like, here's some tapes of some stuff. Here's some Clash of Champions. And he would talk about the Road Warriors. And then he's like, yeah, these guys would just come in and they'd beat the heck out of some guys. And then, you know, that was it. I'd watch these matches, you know, and then you would see, you know, Hawk and Flair battle or, you know, teaming with Dusty and feuding with Dusty and, and all this stuff. And, like, I, I got it as a kid. It's like, oh, my gosh, like, these guys are beasts. Right. Yeah, they... Uh, they absolutely were beasts, uh, and I, people knew them by two names, just in case. There are there are some people who would may, may be less familiar with them. Uh, they were part, both known as the Road Warriors and the Legion of Doom, uh, just in case you you weren't familiar with one or the other. Which, which um, by the way, they they had that name in like NWA WCW. It's like it's the Legion. Oh yeah, of yeah, Doom, yeah. No yeah. Road Warriors. It wasn't like when they went to WWE. They just you know, became the yeah. name. It's just that's what the name you know they could they could use. You know, just sometimes you heard them referred to as one way. Sometimes you heard to heard them referred to as another way. I think actually, I think way way back when they were in uh, Japan, uh, I think it was when they started being referred to as Legion of Doom, um, which uh, it, it was definitely um, like you said in WCW. I remember it there. I think GCW for a time, which was Georgia Championship Wrestling back in the <laughs> yeah. day. Um, but they, they wrestled all over the world. They were insanely popular. Yeah. Um, to the point where there's a standard now in wrestling that's been there since then. And uh, you still refer to it as such today, the Road Warrior Pop, which would be the, the reaction from the crowd when your music hits. Yeah. And for them, you know, they're one of the first guys you know, to have music with uh, Iron Man. Yes, that, that that was their that was their theme song for a long time, you know. And NWA, you know, because he wouldn't even have like music videos where it would just you know come out and you know highlights and them just destroying <clears throat> the crap of everybody. Uh, what do you think throughout their career? And, and I would say like you know up until uh, maybe they left uh, WWE the first time. But where was their best run? I mean, was it AWA because they won titles everywhere? I mean, nobody else ever did that. Where was uh, their know, best run? Oof. You know, I mean, AWA, we we kind of you know got used to them. You know, I mean, because I mean you know, who these guys were. Then NWA, they had a pretty long run. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, broken bodies uh, everywhere that they, they would just destroy. And WWE, it was, it was different because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they're already over when they came in because people knew who they were. You know, they didn't have vignettes. You know, they just showed up, you know, and, and then, uh, you because know. Because you, you didn't need vignettes. You knew who they were. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that, exactly. yeah, there, was no, there was no need to set up you know, who, who, who these guys were because everybody around the world knew that face paint, those pads, the, the, the look. And I mean, yeah, especially when it became part of their staple, everybody, uh, uh, recognized the, (laughs) what a rush. That's pretty good, man. Thank you. Um, I'm having some throat problems, which helped the, (laughs) no, (laughs) no, the, um, it, it, it was just iconic, you know, the, yeah. that, that, that music. I, when I, I've been covering uh, sports for Rod Fitzwill, has had some time off uh, on FM 99 and 106.9 the, 106.9, uh, the Fox. And when the, uh, I, I, I was talking about it when Road War Animal had passed away, and I would play that music when I was talking about the story. And I got texts from people and we got messages from people who are just like, man, you play that music and I still get the chills, you know? They're like, oh, it takes me back to being a kid, and they like, I, I could still feel it, and you know, the energy, and it's just, it. I think that's symbolic of how important they were. But I think if you, if you, it really made me say where I thought they had the best run. It's probably NWA. 
I, I, I would agree with you. I mean, WWE, mm. I, I thought they did a great job of how they handled them when they came out. I mean, a lot of people didn't like the orange uh, spikes at first because it wasn't the right. metal looking. It was a little bit more family friendly, if you will. But it's not like they came in and got the titles right away. I mean, you know, they had the, the feud with Demolition, mm-hmm. the Warrior, which, which I tell you what, hey, you come on in, we're going to team you with the Warrior. Uh, you, know, <laughs> but, you know, you're right on top right away. Uh, you have uh, that feud, the Orient Express feud. And then, you know, you, you got the Battle Royal from before WrestleMania 7 for a chance to win the tag team titles. Power and glory, screw you. Uh, you destroy them at WrestleMania. And then you have, um, you know, the match against the Nasty Boys, you win the title. I mean, their matches weren't always pretty. Um, no, but you know what? That was never what they were designed to be. These guys weren't designed to be five-star, you know, technical wrestling marvels. Yeah. They were fights. They were brawls. And these guys were just powerhouses that just ran over people. Um, it, it was, it was just meant, it was just meant to be a fight with the road warriors is what it was meant to be. Uh, you look back at, uh, I think it was in, oh, was it in NWA? I mean, they were part of the, you know, the, they've helped get the war games matches over. Yes. Um, they did. I mean, one of their dude, one of their trademarks was the Chicago street fight. I mean, that, that was, yeah. that was, that was them. You know? yeah, which was probably their best mania match was our uh, WWE match was probably the Chicago street fight with Ahmed Johnson, the nation of domination, because it was that that's what these guys did. And they just, yeah. you beat the living crap out of somebody, you know, they, they had a lot of matches in WA and I, uh, you know, I think of the Starcade event that they had with the fall of these teams. And it was just, you know, it was, I, I only got to see them once. Mm. It, it was an independent show. And if my memory is, Correct. I don't know. I want to think like they teamed up and they fought against like Funk and Cactus Jack. Maybe I, I, I think that is right. Um, okay. Which sounds. I have, I have to look this up. It was in Taylor, Michigan, and I want to say it was like ninety three, ninety four. So because uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying, it had to be after ninety four because that's when I started going to some independent shows. Okay. And, and um, you know, there was no winner, but it was just a brawl. But it had the you know the usual Hawk selling, you know, when he's hanging on the ropes and everything, and then mm-hmm. Animal coming in. And, and just did that guy's power slam, like like what Randy Orton does, mm-hmm. like who does one of the best. Animal does that better. Animal did that better. That was just one of the things that that guy could do, and how he you know was protecting the guy, but it just looked so brutal. Oh, yeah. without a doubt, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I mean, even uh, you know, I yeah, I, I I hate to make this all about like the Road Warriors and whatnot, but really that was it. I mean, Road Warrior Animal, or or as he was better known, Joseph Laurinaitis uh, to his family and friends. Yeah. Um, he his career didn't. I don't want to say he didn't have much of a career without Hawk, because you know, again, Hawk passed away so suddenly and so young. Um, but like they they teamed him up with Heidenreich trying to go for like the new LOD, and yeah. they tried, but it just didn't. It just didn't have. I mean, you, when I think when you've had, it never works when you try to replace somebody in an iconic tag team. Yeah, and yeah. I think Animal tried the best he could to make that work, um, but it just it was never going to be him and Hawk, and it so it just didn't. I don't know. It didn't click. So really, everybody's going to always point to his work with Hawk, and point to that as really the the, I don't know the the, the part of their career that that everybody remembers most fondly because again, nobody's going out there and talking about, remember that match he had with Heidenreich against, you know, it's <laughs> no, always going to be road not. warrior Hawk and him. Yeah. And, and nobody's, you know, I don't want to bring up the whole stupid angle he did with the uh, Hawks problems or whatever else. Oh, I, oh God. That uh, was bad. I, I mean, 
you know, I, I did. By the way, one of the matches, a Canadian Stampede match, when they teamed up against, uh, I want to say, like with Austin, uh, and I think it was Ken Shamrock and Goldust against the Hart Foundation, ah, which is okay. one of the best matches ever. But it was in Canada, so the Hart Foundation was over, and to see the Legion of Doom getting booed was was insane, you know, for the pop. Hey, by yeah. the way, uh, Craig weighs in. He says, "My favorite memory of Road Warriors was the scaffold match at NW." Yes, yeah, scaffold matches. Jeez, God. That's that's man. <laughs> not something you want to. Uh, I I I don't want to be known for scaffold matches because I'm scared of heights. Those those matches made me uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know why you know, the concept of that. I don't know if that was a, a Jim Crockett thing or or somebody else that, that came up with that. But I never liked that. Obviously, uh, Cornette got hurt in that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Big Bubba didn't catch him. Uh, Jeffrey weighs in. By the way, says their best run was as the Road Warriors, hands down. It was yeah. the Road Warriors pop until Austin came around. Well, and even still, it's still to this day referred to as the Road Warriors pop. I think Austin still refers to it as the Road Warrior pop <laughs> um, because he, you know, he's not he understands where that came from. And the you know, an Austin pop is one thing, but I mean, Road Warrior pop is that synonymous with that with that yeah, thing? Yeah, you know, because you heard that, it's like ah, oh, he came out. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring. I never did watch that about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, because I'm always iffy on watching that because not like. It's more out of respect to the wrestlers because I always feel kind of weird. I think I did watch the uh, – it might have been the Savage one, but I don't know if it was like the dark side. But I think that's that's the only one I've gotten into. Have you seen that one? Um, No, I haven't watched uh, – really, to be honest, I haven't watched any of the dark sides. Of the- no, I think I lost you there for a second. Uh, Chuck says uh, that uh, dark side of the ring uh, told their story very well. And you're still frozen. I don't know what's going on. Hopefully, I am still working. I don't know here. So I'm going to continue on uh, about that. But, uh, yes, you can comment below about Road Warrior Animal. I think I lost you for a second there, Sean. You are completely frozen in that. Um, but, by the way, yeah, so so check out on the network. There we go. Hey, there we go. And uh, we're back. So on the network, you can you know, check out, look up some Road Warrior matches. I thought WWE did a nice tribute. Uh, for a lot of wrestlers uh, weighed in. I, I, anyways, I apologize for what little technical difficulties there. Um, you were asking me if I'd seen the uh, the uh, dark side of the ring, and I was talking about how I haven't watched any of the dark side of the ring. Yep. For a couple of reasons, uh, but mainly, like you were saying, I, I don't know. In a weird way, it feels. I don't know. It, it, it there's a little bit of me that feels a little like it's disrespectful to the performers uh, in that regard, because it's really focusing on the negative aspects of, of what happened in a lot of these situations. And for, I hate to say it this way, cause everything is like this, but it's like for, for views, for ratings. You oh, know what I, I mean? Absolutely. How, how, how can I increase my, you know, whatever they get for YouTube views, you know, and, for the and, and, of my channel. And, and I don't know if it feels a little dirty to me, but that being said, I'm not saying that they're, they're not telling the stories accurately or they're not selling them correctly. I haven't watched them. Um, but I just, I don't know the, the, the hype that I've seen for them hasn't made me go, yeah, I need to watch that. Um, but I don't know. I, I've heard some people, uh, talk about how they've done some really good episodes that I, I might yeah. go check out. I, whenever I hear somebody like waiting to cash in on like the Crispin Wah story or something like that, I'm like, that just automatically makes me go, I, I don't really. I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I can't watch that one. Like I said, the only one I did was Savage. I think because it was like popping up, and I was like, you know what, I'm 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 just gonna watch this because I know mm-hmm. there's the Owen Hart one. I'm not gonna not gonna do that one. I, I just I'm, I'm a fan. It's like you know what, I I, I want to remember that guy. 
as I remember him. I don't yeah. want to remember him uh, some other way. Hey, David uh, Matthews uh, pops in. He says, one half of the most iconic tag teams of all time. He'll be missed. First time I got to see him live, the Starcade 88, which is wow. a show. Go watch that show. Just go watch Starcade. By the way, and the, forget the, the Horseman feud. You know, all the matches with those guys. Oh, without a doubt. Ah, man. Without yeah. a doubt. I mean, they wrestled. I mean, really, I mean, a who's who of tag teams over the years. They wrestled yeah. the, 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 the Horsemen. They wrestled the Midnight Express. Uh, they wrestled the Tower of Power. Uh, I mean, they wrestled. These guys wrestled. I, I mean, names and all over wrestling, uh, which we we you know we mentioned they wrestled all over the world yeah. and were you know hits everywhere they went. So, uh, Road Warrior Animal's career will always be synonymous with Hawk. Um, but you know what? I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think you have no. to be this, this big time singles wrestler to be remembered fondly in wrestling. I think being being one half of, to be perfectly honest, what people some people will argue the greatest tag team, definitely one of the most iconic tag teams ever, uh, is a great place to be in history. Yeah, yeah, I I, I will put them in my top five. Um, you know, don't think just like like the came and kick butt. That's what worked for them. You know, their style. Um, you know, did always mesh with my taste in regards right. to you know because I always like the bulldogs kind of style or you know I always you know are the hearts. Yeah. In, in that regard, but, but no takeaway from the Road Warriors. The, you know, their style was completely different because he would just beat the crap out of you, which nobody else did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in such a way that was just amazing. Oh, by the way, there's uh, one other comment here uh, from Chuck. He says, uh, the only reason Johnny A says the job is because of his brother Animal. Part of the dynamic dudes. Yeah, I was going to say he was part of the dynamic dudes, man. He wrestled in Japan and stuff, and he was uh, he had his own he had his own stuff happening. But I don't know. There may, you may be some there may be there may be something to that in the aspect of of uh, maybe that couldn't hurt being related to Joe. Yeah, you know John Johnny Ace. I don't know. He he dubbed it the Ace Crusher. That's you know that's that's we have that we have him to thank for that. I guess I, you know yeah. thank without him where would DDP Stone Cold and The Rock be? I don't know. I, the Rock. I didn't mean The Rock. Why did I say The Rock? Randy Orton is who I meant. Yeah. The Rock. Yeah. You know, The Rock, made, known famous for his Ace Crusher. That's you know, that's how The Rock is. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, Road Warrior Animal. Uh, I, I. He'll absolutely be missed. Um, a hell of a, a hell of a career, and uh, we'll go down as well one half of one of the greatest tag teams of all time. So, uh, without further ado, we're going to take a moment here and give a, a, a ten bell salute to Road Warrior Animal. And now, shift gears, it is time for us to get into our WWE Clash of Champions preview that uh, I, I, you know, I, I, this, this show is really going to be a mixed bag for me as far as what, I, what I'm interested in and what I'm not. Uh, Raw and SmackDown, like, like, just two different planets right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? They're, not, they're barely in the same like, galaxy at the, the moment. Oh. They, uh, I, I don't I don't even understand how they're the same company at this point. The the man the difference in the the shows is staggering. 
I'm really surprised King Corbin is not on Raw because he's the most raw feeling thing on SmackDown week to week to me. That and I'll, I'll say this: that and this nonsense with the Money in the Bank briefcase and the lawsuit with Miz and Morrison and Oda and Tucker and all or Otis and all that. Yeah, you know, you know, there like there's some good things on there, and then you mentioned that, and then and then I was like, yeah. Well, but here's the thing: yes, that that's on there, and that was one of the weakest parts of SmackDown tonight because that is still nonsense. Every yeah. bit of that is still nonsense. But that being said. While that's nonsense, it's not dragging down the overall show because the overall show was still very good. There was lots of good stuff on the show to be a fan of. The hype for the Intercontinental title has been solid with yeah. Zayn and AJ Styles and um, uh, 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 Jeff Hardy. Hardy. Jeff Hardy, yeah. <laughs> um, even though I still to this day maintain they need to define what Adam Pierce's role is because he keeps coming out and making changes and adding matches and this, that, and the other thing. And I, for all, and we know this, we know this isn't true, but for all we know, this guy is the janitor or something like we, he, <laughs> we haven't been established who he is and why should we should care about his authority. You know, he's got the keys to the place or something. I don't know. He's something, late, he's yeah, I mean, retribution. In. Who knows? I, maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll find out he's the leader of retribution and yeah, that's why they yeah. keep getting it. I don't and know. He'll, and he'll start wearing a, a mask and then, uh, you know. also have we, oh my gosh. Also, have we noticed by the way? That um, we, apparently this only applies to Raw at the moment. Oh, you mean with retribution? Yeah. Well, because they, they remember they signed contracts on Monday. Yeah, I so, know, but it's so, so, so this, so you, this you whole guys can angle. Come in and smash everything, so now you can legally come in and smash. Yes, it. this angle is so <laughs> stupid. You're using people who are all still hired under contract by WWE, <laughs> which makes no sense for this angle. Um, you're calling them the stupidest names. I wonder. Let's see. Slapjack, uh, T- uh, T-Bar, T-Bar, Slapjack, Mace, Reckoning, and well, I don't remember what the other girl's name is going to be. It was Reckoning uh, and yeah, some other R word. I don't remember yeah, what it yeah, was. I, yeah, I don't know if they even like, announced the girl's name. Suppose, no, uh, they did. Black. They announced them. I, I saw them today. They announced oh, it, uh, okay. Mercedes Martinez and uh, uh, Mia Yim. One of them is Reckoning and the other one's, I don't know, re- 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 some other R word, which I'm like, that's dumb. The name of the group is an R word. And it's like reckoning. You're gonna call her reckoning. That is such a stupid name. It's almost as stupid as T Bar. I'm like, oh my gosh! Like this whole angle is so uh, uh, so retaliation. Dumb. Retaliation. New- yes, I'm <laughs> going to call her retaliation. Yeah, that is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. T Bar, like- Slapjack, and Mace. Yes, Mace <laughs> being Dio Madden. Slapjack being Shane Thorne and T-Bar being Diamond, Dominic Dijakovic. I was wondering how they'd get around having two do- two Dominics on Raw, and now I know they're just going to call you a stupid T-Bar is what they're going to do. Yeah. So, all right. That that aside, <laughs> we could we could do we could do all night on how how annoyed we are with this angle, but that's not the point. We are here to do Clash Champions preview. So let's do it. Let's dive into the first match and get things going. All right. It's the pre-show match is. For the WWE Raw Women's Championship, Asuka versus Zelina Vega, who uh, beat uh, 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 Mickey James on uh, Raw Monday. Yeah, sure. Uh, that came out of nowhere. Um, I mean, really, I, this just seems like challenger of the week for Asuka. Zelina has had yeah. no credibility to this point. Making her beat Mickey once in a quick match is not going to make me go, ooh. You know, so re- realistically realistically what should have should have happened is Oscar should have just buzzsawed through her in about 30 seconds. But that being said, since she beat Mickey James, she's going to have to put up a little bit of offense. So she's going to get a little offense and then Oscar's going to put her to sleep. Yeah. You know, I know like heels call the match. I mean, like, I mean, Oscar should just be like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to, whatever, oh, yeah. 
you know, you're going to get a cheap movement on me, and then I'm going to destroy you. Uh, Oscar wins. I mean, there's no doubt about this. There's no doubt, especially being on the pre-show. Zelina's not winning the title offer on the pre-show. No, no. So. Right, and then uh, staying on the uh, Raw side of things for the WWE United States Championship, Bobby Lashley versus uh, Apollo Crews. Keep this it on is, Bobby. Yeah, keep, keep it on Bobby just with the whole Hurt Business, and he got uh, uh Retribution thing going on. Which Is the Hurt Business like faces when when they faced Retribution? This is I, I don't, dude, and that's part of why Raw sucks. Nobody knows what's happening with anything <laughs> at the moment. Um, but I'll say this right now. Heel, face, whatever the hell they are, the Hurt Business is like the best group they have going on the main roster. At the yeah, yeah, they're the ones getting over that much. Dude, he, I, I, I love the Hurt Business. I, I love it. I love all four guys involved. I think mo- like it's it's a great usage of guys who have been criminally underrated in WWE, yeah, yeah. and MVP is a great spokesman for them. Which, by the way, as painful as that main event was on Raw, I thought Bobby Lashley looked outstanding. He looked mm-hmm. motivated, and, and just some of the things he was doing, it's like, where's this been? You know, I, it just He looked good. It's been a while. You know, he's he's been in the first match when he won the title from Apollo. I thought he looked pretty good. So I yeah, expect, agreed. Expect Bobby to you know easily defeat Apollo. And who knows if Retribution will show up? I can't even begin to care. All right, this match uh, I'm looking forward to because uh, uh, Sami Zayn has shown a different side. So for the Intercontinental yes. Championships, Jeff Hardy, the t- current real actual title holder versus AJ Styles, and the guy who thinks he's a title holder, Sami Zayn. Um, Zayn won their triple threat match tonight on SmackDown. So the law of reverse averages would tell us the law of reverse momentum would tell us that Zayn is not winning at the pay-per-view. Um, and Hardy was mugging with the title. So odds are Hardy's not, or not Hardy. I'm sorry. AJ Styles was mugging with the title. So odds are uh, Styles isn't winning it, which would lead me to Jeff Hardy retaining. Yeah, I, I think Hardy retains here. Then maybe, yeah. you know, Sammy and Hardy can have a one-on-one match. But by the way, Sammy uh, Zane, since he's come back, um, you a fan we, all of a sudden? Can, can we, well, I just like the way he's wrestling. It is, it's not the ridiculousness that we had. Yeah, I was. I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of what he was doing right before he left. He was. He was. It, it, that that didn't. I didn't enjoy that. Yeah. You know the stuff with Braun Strowman, and that was not. I didn't enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. So hats off that the, the him doing a better job. Uh, but uh, Jeff Hardy retains here. Yeah. I, 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 I do expect some title changes tonight, and I think it's going to happen in the next match, the Raw Tag Team Championship, the Street Profits versus Andrade Angel Garza because one week we're going to break up all of our tag teams and then we're going to realize we don't have any tag teams, Sean, so we're going to keep what? them all together. <laughs> one I'm going to say this right now. If Andrade and Garza do not win the titles in this matchup, okay? If they if they don't win here, break them up as a team because they they because they've been useless to this point as a tag team. They have done nothing, all right? And you've worn this this feud out at this yeah. point because it was been it's been hard to care about since the beginning of it. You really haven't given it any real drama and you're just making Andrade and Garza look bad at this point. So they need to stay as far away as they can from the tag team championships. So it, it, unless Garza and Andrade are going to win, they need to go away as far as a team. Uh, so I'm with you. Andrade and Garza should win this match. Yeah, yeah, they have to because it's just, you know, a week ago, but they did this too with uh, Seth and, and, and Murphy where we're splitting up. Oh, now we're back together. Oh, uh, I don't even make it the whole Rey well, Mysterio's daughter thing. But, uh... I, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. That's the whole other. I mean, I'm fine with the ongoing drama because it keeps adding turns into the story and whatnot. So yeah, it's fine. That, that's fine. I, I'm I'm good with that. But I'm with you on like it seems like they can't decide week to week if they're going to break us people up if they're going to keep them together. I this the Seth and the Murphy thing I think maybe could be a, a little bit of that. That's 
that was by design. You know what I mean? It's going to seem that way. And that, you know, but I don't know. It's so hard. Raw is trying to predict Raw is like trying to predict the movements of a ferret on crystal meth. It is impossible. This hey, thing least, is going to go wherever it wants. At least, at least on the plus side, Raw is unpredictable. Um, which, by the way, I, I really want to know what happened to AOP. Maybe we're going to find out down the road why they're gone. There has to be a reason. I don't know. Like yeah. why they got let go because they need tag teams right now. And speaking of tag teams, where is this tag team going to break up or what? Uh, they have a SmackDown Tag Team Championship versus Cesaro and Shinsuke defending against uh, Lucha House Party. The which, by the way, what um, I, what's the story here? Because leading up to this, Cesaro and Shinsuke have dominated Lucha House Party. Yeah. So like, what? I, I don't, I, I don't understand why we're supposed to have any faith in Lucha. I have no. They gave us no faith that Lucha House Party is going to win, and then if they win, it seems ridiculous because they've haven't been able to look like they're going to win this whole time. There's no plucky underdog story here. No. They're just losing. So, yeah. like the only thing I can think is that the idea is they want you to tune in because maybe Lucha House Party is going to break up. Which, wow, if I could steal from the office here, color me in is who cares Um, (laughs) with Lucha House Party. That thing hasn't meant anything since about a week after it was created. Uh, I kind of like these guys. I like all three of them. The whole thing is pointless. They haven't done anything with them. Okay, I I don't know what is worse. This or or the the Lars, remember Lars Sullivan? The Lars Sullivan match where it was a three and one where they lost by disqualification because... I don't know. It's a Lucha House Party. I, yeah, I remember Lars Sullivan. You want to talk about like like AOP? Like we we want to figure out what happened to them. <laughs> I want to figure out why Lars is still under contract. Yeah, because Lars got in trouble maybe, maybe. for some stuff, and then he got hurt, and uh, then and then he then I think he had at, that, at one point I remember I think he had some uh, um, um, like mental health uh, uh, con- concerns yes. with uh, over anxiety or depression or something like that. And I mean I, that's understandable and good on them for giving him the time to get that under to get a handle on that and take care of himself. Yeah. Um, but you know, in addition to that, he got in trouble from some stuff that he, that he had said online, and then he got hurt. I think, and it's like he this guy, and he's said, still yeah. around. And you're like, wow, he's still under contract? Okay, all right, sure, whatever, why not? Well, I, I think they can't cut a guy if he's hurt. So um, maybe like, maybe like think, an ALP situation where, oh, you're healthy now? We don't need you. I think you're right, but is he still hurt? Like, I, I knew he got hurt, but he's been gone for an awful long time, so I don't know what that injury was, but how long has he been gone? Not I mean, we're, it's, it, it's got to be – I mean – Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look real fast when the yeah, when the I'm doing the same thing here. When, when was the last time Lars Sullivan was on WWE well, television? Well, I, I think it was the match against uh, Lucha House Party. I think he got hurt or something. Maybe uh, he made uh, he got called up to the Raw brand in April of last year, then moved to the SmackDown brand. Um, okay, so his uh, during a match on Raw against Lucha House Party, he sustained a severe knee injury with recovery okay. time six to nine months. That was. 15 months ago. Yeah, six to nine months. So 15 months ago is when this injury was. Dude's been gone going on a year and a half now. Um, now, maybe the injury is more severe than they originally thought. Maybe they don't have anything for him right now uh, after the injury, too. which that, that maybe that could be. That's entirely possible as well. But even if that's the case, let's say he healed up at the nine-month mark, the long end of, of the injury time frame, right? So for yeah. half a year, you've had nothing for him? Why yeah, would you keep him under contract at that point? Because then you're going to half a year. The next step's a year. You've had nothing for this guy. Like you didn't move him back. He didn't even move back to NXT. Like he did no. nothing. 
Like, I, like he's no, literally I mean, just been on the shelf. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, he had, well, he had the sensitivity training, you know, he got fined a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then there was a story that came out late last year that, uh, you know, he was in some, uh, movies. Um, yeah. We'll say adult films. So I, you know, maybe unless, you know, maybe he's got some more things that, that's going on that, uh, you know, like he doesn't want to come back. I mean, that would be almost a time for him to come back because there's no audience to give him a hard time. You know. Yeah, I'm just, I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's, I, I don't know, I don't know what you do with this guy at this point. He, he's, he's, he's been gone so long, and he's had so many things happen outside of the ring. All of a sudden, like he got in trouble for stuff from like what bodybuilding.com or something like that. Yeah, that yeah, was like, what he got in trouble for for where he said stuff. Sexist and racist comments. Yeah. Right, and oh, then yeah. and then then the WWE finds out that he may have been involved. He may have acted in adult films uh, at one point. And again, it's not that I guess you can't do those things. I mean, Mickey Jade did those things, but it's uh, not films, but she did a uh, picture uh, stuff um, back uh, when she was much younger. Oh. But the, the key is they, they, they do this with everybody. They ask you up front, is there something we need to know about that will come out? Right. Yeah, and apparently Mickey was honest with them about that, right? And it's never been an issue for them. Whereas with got other people, they don't tell them. Then WWE finds out, and then they don't trust you because you weren't honest with them about this. So then they have to manage the the blowback from that if there is any, and you were lied to them. So then they're not in any real rush to trust you again. So again, I kind of go back to my original point: How is he still under contract? Maybe, maybe, maybe just you know, maybe it's just cheaper to have him to sit on sit on the side as opposed to keep him. Maybe, maybe at this point, like, well, if we let him go, he's going to go to AEW. And- Who cares? <laughs> he can go over there and be Zack Ryder. Congratulations, Matt Cardona is busy being Zack Ryder in another company now. So I, you know, Woo-woo-woo. oh my gosh, whatever. In any event, it just seems weird to me. We got off on this weird Lars Sullivan tangent, which is not <laughs> something I expected in the middle of this because it no. all came off a Lucha House Party. Who I expect? <laughs> who I expect to lose this match and Kalisto to break away from them? I, you know, I, I almost, I, I would hate to see Cesaro and, and Shinsuke lose this. Like, and I almost see a Lucha House Party winning this, where it's kind of like a situation where, uh, you know, it's like uh, varsity rules, if you will. You know, where where okay, we got three people being tag team champions, and then but then. Uh, uh, you know, Sin, uh, Sin Cara, not Sin Cara, uh, uh, Kalisto, jeez, uh, is going to be like, you know what, I will, I, I, I'm a tag team champion. I want this guy to be my partner. And he's going to have another guy, and then they can fight it that way. But then that sounds really too convoluted. So, okay, yeah. Cesaro. Cesaro. And, that, and it sounds more like raw storytelling than anything, so no thank you. <laughs> and then they all turn at each other two weeks later because Vince Russo comes in and, uh, and does something. You know, at this point, could he make it much worse? Um, I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying. Right. Uh, one more tag team championship match because everybody owns gold in the WWE. For the women's tag team championship, Nia Jax versus and Shayna Baszler versus the Riot Squad. I know, I like you've got the newly for, newly reformed Riot Squad who seem to be clicking, um, but Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler—it's their first title defense. Unless we're immediately going back to them as a feud, I don't see them dropping the titles right here. No, um, I think it makes more. I think it makes more sense to drag this out a little further. Yeah, did did it beat uh, Sasha and Bailey in the rematch? That's that's when the uh, that that's when yeah. the, uh, the the role models broke up. Right. Uh, there there should be no reason. I mean, the white the riot squad at some point should win some gold. This this mm-hmm. is not the night where it's going to happen. Uh, you, you can't pull them off. But Nia and Shayna got to be dominant because what are you going to do? You can put them in singles matches unless you're lining them up 
for future matches against Asuka because right. no, unless Mandy Rose challenges Asuka, uh, there's nobody to fight Asuka. So. Right. Yeah. So I'm with you. Because nobody is ready for Asuka. Well, apparently they're teasing Charlotte Flair coming back. So it's, 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 it really, it feels like, she, I mean, she actually has been gone a little while now, but it doesn't feel like that long. And I, I, no. the longer she's gone, the better for everybody concerned because, and I don't mean that to be mean. She's just so overexposed on television. It's yeah. like Roman Reigns. He was gone for a good long while, and it really, I feel like, helped him. Um, oh, this is great, what's been going on. Yeah, Charlotte, the longer she can be gone and come back, the fresher she'll feel in the main event scene because you know she's going right back to it when she's back. Of course. So. Yep. Well, by the way, this is scary because we're, I think, agreeing in every match so far, which which is not always the case. But Well, you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> don't bet on our picks. <laughs> Exactly. All right, for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Bailey. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I think we're finally going to get the snapping heel official heel turn of Alexa Bliss in this one. Yeah. Uh, Or you know maybe Sasha gets involved somehow or something, but Sasha Banks is going to be the one to take that title off of Bailey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what what they could do, and I mean, this is entirely possible, simply because we're saying that Bailey is not going to lose. What they could do is have Sasha cost her the title, and that leads to to that's how Sasha got even with her. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be happening, but you know, which becomes interesting because then they could fight, and then and then you have, you know, the the title doesn't become a prop, sort of speak, if you will. Right. Um, Although you know, but the moment you know we're. Sasha can be Bailey for the title and then lose it on the pay-per-view the next time around. Yeah, see, to, uh, you know, to me, it makes it, it makes more sense <laughs> for the moment to have Sasha beat Bailey for the title. Yeah. But you could also go the route of having Sasha cost Bailey the title. Nikki Cross becomes the champion, which deservedly so. She's a hardworking woman. You know, she's a great talent on the on the in the women's division. Yes. Um and then you could move on to an, a creepy fiend like Alexa Bliss feuding with Nikki Cross over the title. Yeah, because um, one thing is going to happen: either Alexa costs Nikki the match, or Sasha costs Bailey the match. Um, yeah, it can go either way. Because the other thing is, Nikki wins, and then Alexa turns completely. Right, she, that's another she, option. Yeah, but she you know beat the crap out of uh, Lacey Evans tonight. Yes, she did. She's do, she's actually doing very well with this fiend uh, type character she's rolling with now. She's actually doing. Much kind of much better than I expected her to do as a yeah. little fiend carbon carbon copy. Yeah, yeah, the, the little Roman Reigns thing, the stare down. Or she just stared at him. Yeah, like <laughs> I was like, what was that about? But they like completely like, ignored it. They're like, you know, because obviously it's it's Roman Reigns. But I got I expected like Paulie to be like, what the hell's wrong with her? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he. That's I wish he had just stopped and grabbed a mic and looked at her and going, what the hell's wrong with you? And then just moved on. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, again, she's she's doing much better than I expected with this with this idea. Um, but I'm still picking Bailey to retain here. You, you know, it's kind of like uh, you know, like you mentioned, like the fiend. It's almost like uh, the Three Stooges, Niagara Falls. You know, <laughs> slowly I turned inch by inch. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> are, are you on Bailey or Nikki Cross? Oh, uh, I, 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 you know, I mean, it is interesting if Sasha shows up, but. I, I think the money match is Bailey Sasha for the gold. I agree. I agree. But I, I still think that has to be farther down the road. I didn't like the fact that Sasha was on TV last week. I, I, I you know, she needs, I think, more time to sell the injury. I think it was fine that she was on the TV last week because all she, she was there to do was talk. You know what I mean? She was there to talk and then she left. She had, she wasn't but back she tonight. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I mean, she got beat up, but I mean, like, so like, but my thing, she wasn't there to like wrestle. She wasn't there, you know what I mean? She wasn't, she wasn't there to get physical, really. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and so uh, to me, you can still be like, I'm not ready to compete, you know, by being there talking. I mean, you're not paralyzed. It's not like she has to be in a hospital bed somewhere. The, um, you know, so I think her talking is fine um, and getting beat up because, again, that just adds more sympathy to the angle. <laughs> um, and then, again, she wasn't there this week, which uh, is fine. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm good with, with the way it goes. I was actually stunned when Billy was sitting in the chair at one point uh, on the show. Tonight oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah. I, was, I was waiting for somebody to come out and smack her. I, I was I was <laughs> waiting for Sasha to appear behind her and a jumper, but it didn't happen. They held off on that. And I was like, oh, good for you, exercising some restraint, like making me second guess myself. Um, but again, I, so I, I'm still, I'm sticking with Bailey here. I think you're right. That's the money match Bailey and Sasha for the title. Yeah. Which by the way, you bring up a good point. Cause a lot of people complain. It's like, you know, when an angle gets dragged out, like, well, we need answers immediately. This should be, you know, why is it this? Why is it that? Because, you know, things have a story arc and everything else. It, it can't all be resolved in, in one week. Um, and this feud has been going on for a while as we go to the next match for the WWE championship, Drew McIntyre defending against Randy Orton in an ambulance match. In, yes, in this, I think is the last match in, in this in this uh, feud, if you want to call it so. I uh, yeah, um, it should be, and realistically, I mean, it just the way the story's going, I can't I can't figure where they'd go after this for the story. Um, I think that both guys have played the roles well uh, yes. in the story. I think they both looked good. Um, really, the guy who I feel like has kind of been in the middle of the whole thing, Keith Lee. I'm like, wow. By the way, there's rumors out there Keith's going to be revealed as the leader of Retribution. Um, which I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay, for, no. For, for the audio version, no, but for the visual version, just facepalm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that somehow he'll he'll get involved in and you know blah blah blah. But regardless, I I will say this: if you if you wanted to make me believe that, well, the way he's been stuck between these two and constantly getting his matches interfered on. Um, would make a certain amount of sense to me, but it's I don't like the idea. So let's let's hope that doesn't happen. Let's avoid it altogether. Um, I think he shows up in this match though because his think? interference won't, won't won't cost a DQ of any kind. I mean, I'm assuming it's a you know anything. Oh, if it's ambulance, yeah. Well, to me, then that what'll end up happening is I feel like Retribution will show up, and then maybe Keith Lee shows up, and you know I think this turn I think this turns into a big a big thing. You know what I mean? I think the match is happening. I think retribution shows up. Um, I think while that's happening, like the hurt business shows up to fight retribution. I think Keith Lee shows up and does one of those crazy dives over the ropes onto everybody. <laughs> I think we get a lot of, of bells and whistles to this match. A lot of flash and smoke. Um, not that Orton and, and McIntyre can't have a match because they've already had a very good match. Yeah. Um, I think this is just to make it different. And to represent the chaos of Retribution on Raw and blah, 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 blah. And I think it helps lead to a match at Survivor Series with Retribution and all these guys. Well, I, um, I figured Retribution probably is, the, I guess, the her business at Survivor. Or are they going to be fighting somebody else at that point? Dude, who knows? Because every week. Okay, it's Slapjack versus Lashley. And then it's uh, Tip Top versus... Tip Top. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever names they got versus, you know, Sandra Alexander. And then, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mace versus MVP, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm with you. It's a it's a weird dynamic for sure. Um, by next week, the whole feud can be over the way they write Raw sometimes when they jam. You know, oh, 10, I expect this feud to end quickly. <laughs> I expect this feud to end quickly. If it's not over by the next pay per view, I'm thinking the end of this feud is, is Survivor Series. 
So yeah. I, 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 I just, this has gone so horribly for all of them. But Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton, regardless of bells and whistles, I expect these two to work well together. Um, they've had a good, they've had good chemistry so far. There's a lot of intensity there for you. And I really like it. Um, I'm picking Drew McIntyre to win because I don't know why. Okay. Well, I'm going to pick Randy Orton. Okay. That's, you know what? And I think that's a solid <laughs> choice because I'm really, I'm picking Drew McIntyre and I really have no good justification for picking him or Randy Orton over each other. So like, I'm just going with Drew cause I'm like, well, I'm going to stay with the hot hand. You know, Drew, Drew's been winning. Drew's, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm just going to stick with it. I need to get a wizard hat. I'm going to put my wizard hat on right now. Okay. And, and this, uh, how, I'm, I'm gonna, this is the ending I'm going to go with. Um, <clears throat> it's either going to be Randy Orton or somebody else that Drew's going to uh, want to give deliver the kick to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but he's going to be right in front of the ambulance. He goes to do that move. Ends up in gets, the ambulance. Gets and... out of the way, jumps into the ambulance, shuts the door. Randy Orton's your winner. See, I could see something similar happen with Orton setting up for an RKO, getting caught and thrown into the ambulance or something. That could happen uh, too. Yeah, I mean, but you never really know, you know? Um, I'm going to say this. I feel like whoever hits their finisher will end up in the end. I think maybe, you know, they they could sell this either way. Like, I mean, just envision this reversed for the other guy. You could get Orton finally landing the RKO because he hasn't been able to land in the match and whatnot on on, uh, Drew. He lands it on Drew, and they're like, oh, that's it. You know, it's over, or the punt, or whatever it is, right? And uh, he goes to open the ambulance doors. He's going to throw Drew's lifeless body into the ambulance, and then he turns around and gets kicked right into the to the ambulance or whatever. Yeah. But again, vice versa, I think of this the other way. You Like 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 uh, um, Dave just said, si- similar situation, just reverse it around. Either guy could end up winning this thing in that manner. So again, I don't really have a solid pick on who's going to win. I'm going with Drew just because because yeah. drew's my man crush i'm picking drew that's why that's uh, why former guest of the show by the way former guest uh, of the show that's right you say with respect on his name yeah which which i wonder though when somebody opened up the door in the ambulance who's going to come out like you know what if keith retribution or, or, retribution retribution to come out I was gonna, are we kidding ourselves it's retribution that will be in the ambulance <laughs> when it opens up like we come on what way i mean realistically like, what if we found out that Randy Orton was leading Retribution again or, you know, some other group, you know, because he's gone so well for him leading groups in the past. And um, they open the doors and that's where the Hurt Business is. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, or something like, I, I mean, I don't know. There's a million ways this could go. There's so many moving parts. It's kind of a mess. But I will say that I'm at least interested in this match from the Raw side to see what happens. Yeah. I, by the way, uh, speaking of Raw, and I don't even want to talk about it, but... um. But the, the guy that uh, Roman Reigns uh, fought on Monday, like, really? Th- this like this is what they did? The guy that uh, Roman Reigns fought on Monday. Not Roman Reigns. I'm sorry. Braun Strowman. The guy that Braun Strowman. Oh, oh, Dabba or Kato or whatever his name is? What was the freaking point of that? They, wait, let's hype up this dude, this monster on Raw Underground, which really seemed to be the only purpose of Raw un- Underground so far, yeah, that, that's was what this guy. Was this guy seemed to be the only purpose of Raw Underground. So then we have Braun Strowman in to fight him. I'm expecting chaos. These two are slamming each other. They're yeah. they're ramming, and they end up like beating up everybody in there, trying to get to each other. And it's like it, you know chaos and whatnot. No, no, you know what we get? We get a very quick, uneventful quote unquote fight between the two, where Braun Strowman cleanly and decisively shuts this dude down. Like that was so ridiculous it was pointless and raw underground like yesterday it, it was it was dumb and, and the interesting is early in the show you had a hype segment 
hey, coming up on our show is this, and we're going to do a hype segment for a match later on tonight. I'm already watching the show for this. I don't need to have a hype segment in the ring with Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens, who make nice uh, with uh, Dabakota. Especially for that. Especially for that. It was dumb. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Randy Orton. Stupid, and, and there... stupid, stupid. Uh, yes, it was very stupid. So, all right. Well, I guess this leaves us with one match, right? Yes, that's right. One match left. Okay. So you're referring to the <clears throat> the main event of the evening for the WWE Universal Championship: Roman Reigns defending against Jay Uso. Um, I wonder who's gonna win this one. They, oh, I tell you what, we say that they could swerve all of us, but I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Roman Reigns on this one. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll go with Roman. Yeah. I will say that I have enjoyed this feud. This Roman, I am a much bigger fan of. Uh, I, they cut a great promo tonight between the two of them in the hype package before that with Rikishi yes. talking and and uh, uh, not Sika, it's it's uh, Alpha, Alpha, uh, yeah, uh, talking. And just like man, what a great hype package! Well, well done for finally making very well done. With very uh, well done. <laughs> um, this is this has been the best feud Roman Reigns has had in, in quite some time. Yeah, um, it is, it is fantastically done. Uh, these two cut such a great promo tonight. Uh, Roman talking at like Jay. First of all, not being an idiot like so many baby faces are on WWE television, where he points uh, to the to the video where he's like. Roman is doing this scowl behind his back and whatnot. And he's like, you know, we all see it as viewers, but of course in the moment, Jay didn't see it, but yeah. then there's no reason Jay, somebody can't tell Jay, Hey, did you see what Roman did on, on right during your match? You know? So it's nice when the baby face can go, what the hell was that about? You know what I mean? A point to it because it shows that at least he's paying attention, you yes. know? And so he doesn't look like a buffoon. Um, he starts being serious about it for, you know, he starts getting serious with Roman about all this and Roman comes out to talk about it and his logic is oh you know he goes uh i'm the guy who puts food on the table i'm i'm you know he uh, what is heyman's been referring to him as the tribal chief yeah. you know he's the head of the table he's you know he goes look you've always depended on your brother you don't understand what it's like to be the face of anything because you've always had your brother you like you've leaned on each other you know you're you're a twin he goes i am the guy who provides for my family i am the blah 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 and Jay, he's like, he's like, it's not going to be you. And Jay's like, what, what do you mean it's not going to be me? It's like, what? Why can't it be me who, who who provides for my family, who provides for your nephews, who provide? You know what I mean? And he cut this really good promo. And then uh, you get Roman. Just, I mean, basically, uh, he tells him, what does he say? He, I thought he had a good line. He said, like, you're going to get. He goes, Sunday you'll get your payday and the ass whooping that comes with it, or something like that. And it was just a really good line. And, you know, then he comes back out and Superman punches Jay and leaves him laying and drops the line of, you aren't taking my seat at the table. You know, it's that like he provides for the family. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a great Roman Reigns. I love this. So I am hyped for this match. Uh, I do fully expect Roman Reigns to win. Um, but it, it, I, I'm, I'm very, I, I'm, I was weird about this being his first feud. For the title, I was a little yeah. like, "What, really?" But man, let me tell you, they have done a good job with it. This has been consistent, good storytelling, and I'm sold on the match. How long do you think this match is going to go? I mean, is, is this going to be like a uh, Braun Strowman level, a Braun Strowman, a Brock Lesnar level, where the match is going to go 
two minutes. You know, is is this going to come out and annihilate him? But I, I think I think you got to give Jay some uh, some some offense here. Uh, you know, I, this, I, he gets offense, yeah. He gets offense. It's not going to be. It's. I don't expect it to be a Brock Lesnar match. I think those are reserved for Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, now, I don't expect this to go on like a marathon. This isn't going to be a 30-minute match. But what I, I think what will happen is, I think we'll end, what will end up happening is, Jay will get a lot closer than anybody expects him to win. And then I think Roman starts beating on him. And Re- I think Roman could put him away, and he's going to pick him up and you know put him back down again. And it's going to happen a couple of times. Because he is going to decisively make sure you understand, I am the head of this family. A couple of spears, maybe. Yeah, know, yeah, really put him down. Is how I see this going. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think it's going to be very physical, but not in Jason. Like nowhere, you know, Jay will get some offense in. Maybe, you know, maybe he'll try for the splash or whatever. You know, he goes through something quick, but yeah, Roman's I think gonna... I think Jay will get in more offense than people expect him to. I don't, I don't expect him to dominate anything. Yeah, but I think he'll get in some good offense. I think he'll make it a lot closer than people think it's going to be. And, but I do expect Rain to Reigns to win in dominating fashion. It's not going to be a lucky, you know, win for Reigns. No, it's, no, it's because be it, it needs to be dominant because otherwise people are like, well, what are they doing with Roman? Why can't he beat his, you know, why can't he beat Jey Uso? Which, well, it, and I get that, but I mean, like, in the same regard, it would also be about elevating Jay to make sure people understand that Jay is a contender. Um, but Reigns' first title defense as this badass character, the wreck everyone and leave motto and whatnot – he need, he needs to win this dominantly. Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, he he needs to win this cleanly and dominantly in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Well, there you go. Nine matches on the card, and um, and we agree in all but one of them. So. Wow, that's weird. <clears throat> that one match is really going to make a difference. It is. It is. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, by the way, if you happen to be tuning in with us tonight, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us and uh, t- uh, going over Clash Champions and Road War Animal with us. We genuinely appreciate that. Um, yep, I, I got a couple more questions here, by the way. Some comments oh. that came in while we're doing. Uh, Chuck wants to know either of us going to try to make it into the Thunderdome. Chuck, I've signed up numerous times. They just don't pick me, a bunch of jerks. So, I've got I, my, I, I've got my crop top and everything all picked out. I just they won't <laughs> pick me. So uh, I haven't tried yet, but uh, I have to give it a shot. Uh, you know, maybe for Sunday that wouldn't be a bad idea. I probably missed that deadline. But for for days. you, it wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> For for uh, me, good lord, that's late, yeah. Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, but Trine wants to know: Do the uh, two shows, I guess, Raw and SmackDown, have the same writers? Uh, not that I not that I understand. They don't. Yeah, I, I don't. From think what I understand, do. it's different creative teams. Like, for example, one of the people working on creative on SmackDown is Daniel Bryan. He's not yeah. doing it on Raw. Now, maybe they do share some of the same writing staff, but they clearly have di- some different creative components to them. Yeah, which, by the way, you know, and, and maybe we get a Daniel Bryan Reigns match down the road, which I'd be fine with. Yeah. Uh, great role for for, uh, for Daniel because uh, you don't need him on TV all the time. As much as I love watching him because he had an outstanding match with AJ Styles mm-hmm. earlier this year. Uh, well, this allows but, him to pitch some stuff while he's home, too, with his child. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe he can't be as, as involved as he would be on a weekly week to week basis, but he can help pitch some storylines. He can help uh, uh, help with some stuff. Yep. And then uh, one more here from uh, Jeffrey. Uh, whoa. Uh, whose autographs do you have behind you, Dave? So, well, he's got yeah. he's got Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy. Yes. He's got Kennedy! Rick, so. He's got Rick Flair right behind him yeah. uh, over the other show. Sheltie B right over yeah. there. Uh, I like that. Ray, I think I saw some Ray, is that Ray Mysterio? Ray Mysterio, yeah, and then and then uh, Tori Wilson, yeah, nice. And the one I didn't, I don't have the Mick Foley one. I gotta get that framed, and then I got. Uh, yeah, I do too. I do too. Jerry Lawler, so 
Yeah, when he came to visit, and I, I really, I had this picture of me and, and Mick from his time in TNA uh, when I had a broken foot and I still climbed into the ring to take a picture with him when they were doing him at the end of the night. And uh, he took the picture with me. And when Mick came to talk with us, which, by the way, you can find in our archive where we spoke with legend Mick Foley, uh, what, just a few months ago before, just a couple of, like, right before COVID happened. Yeah, yeah. And shut down the whole world. Um, And uh, it might have been, like, what, November, December, something like that? Um, In any event, he he came in and spoke with us, and he saw the picture, and he was like, oh, man, and he was – we talked about it for a minute and then he just grabbed a pen and signed it and i was like oh i didn't even think to ask for that thanks like that was cool <laughs> so i do have my autograph picture with mick foley which is kind of neat but i gotta get it framed like dave yeah yeah i, I, gotta, I gotta put it put it on the wall you know what i should do well i'm not gonna put like you know like red eyes on them like the fiend does but uh <laughs> you scratch them out and he's like a serial killer and just... almost like a like a fun house kind of thing here. So yeah, almost. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, without further ado, that is the clash of champions preview. Thank you. Everybody who was engaged with us and watching tonight. We genuinely appreciate you guys being around. Uh, make sure you, you continue to every week. We appreciate it. And uh, if you want to be a part of the action, if you happen to be listening to this later, make sure you find us on facebook.com slash ESPR 99 and on the Twitter at ESPR 99. I know I said a little fast. It's ESPR 99. Uh, and you can find us on both of those social medias. Uh, go ahead and like us, follow us, and then make sure you turn on your notifications so you know when we go live so you can be a part of the show. Uh, make sure you're following the show on all your major podcasting apps. Just search for ESPR Wrestling. Uh, find us everywhere you find podcasts. Just go ahead and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it. And, of course, as always, uh, you can find us uh, on our email, ESPR at FM99.com. And that's okay. <laughs> totally okay. Totally okay. And uh, we like hearing from you guys in the email. And uh, the easiest place to find us, no matter what, if nothing else works, 1069thefox.com and fm99.com under the media tab, ESPR. You can always find out what we're doing right there. So until next week, we will be when we will be reviewing Clash of Champions in like three days. Yeah, yeah. And then we have an NXT show. Yes. Well, that one I'm 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 really excited about. So we'll yeah, talk that was about actually looking pretty good. Oh, hang on a second. My cat. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, until next week, ladies and gentlemen. I just worry she's going to hit the buttons and then that, that, that's it. So. The show's over. <laughs> Remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>